Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Welcome, everyone. On today's podcast, brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to talk about insurance. Now, I know it may not be the sexiest of topics, but bear with us for the next few minutes, and I promise you, by the end, your mind will be blown. This is because the insurance market is hardening. And to understand why and what that means to every manufacturer out there, I can think of no one better to explain it than Richard Langton at Bowermasters and Associates. Now, Richard, he has been an SPCA-endorsed insurance broker who has worked with component manufacturing interests for over 21 years. Richard, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sean. It actually is a really great pleasure to talk with you today. Well, I'm, I'm glad you can be on here. All right, well, Richard, let's start out with some terminology here. Hardening. Right? What does that mean in the insurance industry, really? Good question. A hardening marketplace means that the insurance coverage and the limits of the insurance are becoming more expensive and harder to, to find and to acquire. Hmm. Uh, both insurance availability and the capacity are limited. Uh, insurance companies really limit uh, their coverage when they're looking at industries that have what they determine a higher risk. So the bottom line is there's less desire for and less competition for a business that is viewed with a high hazard. And this is going to result in higher costs. That doesn't sound very good. Uh, can you help us understand how did we get here? I mean, what has happened with uh, the insurance carriers that, that do business with the component manufacturing industry? First, let me address the insurance marketplace as a whole. Okay. Um, the pricing is cyclical and the appetite of insurance underwriters fluctuate. And for the most part, we haven't had a hard market since 2004. Mm. So that's been quite a long time for the insurance industry to be stay at what we would call a, a soft market or where pricing is advantageous uh, and there's more competition. Um, even in the 2009 to 2012 housing crisis, the insurance rates and the capacity didn't harden. Mm. So why now is it hardening? Uh, the simple answer is insurance companies have realized they've been losing money. And whether it's from the national disasters uh, you know, that have happened a lot in the last five years, raging fires, uh, of course, we can't forget the pandemic. All of these things have added to higher rates. Um, mm. Let's not forget you know, the sometimes perplexing jury awards that hit the uh, business sector from time to time. But to put this all in pers perspective for the component manufacturing industry and for the individual company, let's compare this to a component manufacturing company reviewing the projects that they performed over a given year. And as they review those projects, they'll find that some of them were profitable, but some of them weren't. And they can review what really happened. Uh, maybe they decide not to do that work again. 
uh, or not to work with that builder. Or, right. I mean, we're we're constantly encouraging our component manufacturers to do that, right? Right. You, <laughs> let, let go of those those customers you don't like, and right. you, you can't make money off of. So you're saying the insurance companies are doing a similar thing? Absolutely. You know, they might decide to stop writing certain lines of insurance because they have been unprofitable for them, or they'll stop writing certain industries. Or they could do both of those, or they could just raise the rates which I think would be similar to a component manufacturer in dealing with their, their clients and the types of jobs that you know, come to them. Richard, so, I mean, traditionally there hasn't been like a million insurance companies out there uh, writing insurance for the component manufacturing industry. Um, there was just a, kind of a few. And then there's also been a lot of consolidation. Can you talk to me a little bit about sort of that journey, where, where, where did we start, you know, when it was soft, how many options did we have and sort of what are we facing right now? Uh, that's a very good question. I've been involved uh, since 2000 in uh, working with component manufacturers and the lumber and wood products industries. And it's always been a tough marketplace from an insurance viewpoint. If I just go back 10 years, Ten years ago, we would have four companies nationally, so in, you know, in every state, that would compete for component manufacturers' business. Over the last ten years, you'd have one leave and another one come into the play. But uh, in the last four years, the four or five companies that were writing component manufacturers, have, because of losing money, have actually sold out. And for the most part, uh, sold out to one particular insurance company, leaving with one national player. That's not good competition when you only have one insurer to, to choose from, huh? Yeah, you, there's not much competition when there's only one player. That, that's not to say that from region to region, you wouldn't find a company that's willing to write a component manufacturer, but they don't write a lot of them whether their coverage or their expert expertise in offering you additional services will stand up to what the national carriers are doing and what what they can provide. So I'm just trying to give an overall total national picture. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so there's there's less competition. I mean, regardless of what market you're talking about, for the most part, there's less competition, less options. I mean, other than the consolidation, and as you said, maybe some uh, loss of revenue, what, why is there sort of less interest in covering component manufacturers today? I mean, is it just one thing or is it several incidents or several types of things within the, the industry that's causing this? It's not just one thing. If we look from uh, the eyes of an insurance company or an insurance underwriter, uh, as they evaluate, evaluate the industry or an individual component manufacturer's business, uh, they will look at the hazards that are inherent to that business. Uh, what's the risk of the raw materials? What are the hazards involved in the manufacturing process? Uh, how about the product? You know, what are the hazards with the product? How, how, does, how is it delivered? What's the lifespan and use of the product? And so they evaluate those risks. And as they look at a component manufacturer, the risk and hazard level for all of the insurance lines 
or the predominant insurance lines anyways, is high. Uh, for property, we're dealing with a flammable product in wood, uh, sawdust. Uh, housekeeping is you know, always a, a paramount issue and to try and uh, cut down the fire hazard. But because of you know, having a high volume of inventory that can all burn up, that's a high hazard. Uh, from a liability standpoint, uh, I don't think there's anybody on the planet that haven't hasn't heard of the de- construction defect litigation and uh, issues, and also there's been trust failures and trust collapses. They all hit the news uh, widespread and cause consternation within the insurance industry uh, whenever that does happen. There's accidents during delivery that have been substantial. And so because of these things, from a liability standpoint, it's high hazard. Then let's look at the auto. In auto, we're dealing with extra heavy vehicles carrying large, uh, often wide, odd-shaped and odd-sized loads that have to be tied down skillfully. Sometimes they're traveling long distances. So that's a high hazard from an auto exposure. Now, the umbrella is impacted by the liability in the auto, And then we can talk about workers' compensation, which is a high hazard because of the high physical labor requirements. They're using heavy machinery and uh, or tools that you know all have a high risk of injury to the employee. The material handling requirement is you know on the higher end, and then you have drivers that uh, have no supervision on you know whether they get hurt and they're involved in delivery. So from a workers' comp standpoint, it's a high hazard too. So when you're, you know, insurance underwriters checking the boxes, it's all high hazard. And so when we face a hardening market, they're looking for companies to ensure that they're going to make a profit on. And the risk of having large claims or multiple claims reduces their, their opportunity for profitability. So when we look at a, the effects of a hardening market on a, the component manufacturing industry, it's going to hit them a lot harder than, you know, other companies that they don't view as high of risk. So, Richard, as I'm listening to you uh, list off all of these things, I- I'm sure that for most people listening, none of this is news to them, right? They've been, as they're operating their business, they know all of these things. But when you put them all together like that, it paints a pretty stark picture, particularly when you're talking about insurability. So what, in your estimation, should every business be looking at when they're looking at their coverages and their premiums right now, what should they be looking for? Uh, what should they be focusing on if they, if they do a review of their coverage and premiums? Well, one of the problems we have when we're involved in our own operations, our own business, is sometimes we don't step back and take a look at, at some of the hazards that there are. So it's, it's good to have a, a third party come in and evaluate what some of those risk and risks are, and and identify how you can address them. So I want to start off there because we're not always aware. You know, sometimes we have blind spots to to some of those hazards. Lots of, lots of companies have very talented people that are working very hard and have very good detailed safety management programs, but in trying to increase the insurability of everyone i i just want to make throw that out there um as far as insurance coverage it's interesting one of the areas that i always advise a review on is 
the business income limit. This is under your property section, and it provides coverage if your business is shut down for a covered loss, such as a fire, and you no longer are able to operate. Uh, This coverage provides coverage for your lost profit, your continuing expenses, and also your extra expenses. And I have found that a lot of uh, business owners underestimate this particular coverage and don't have enough of a limit to cover them for the total time that their business is shut down, especially if they own their own building. A lot of these coverages are only covering you for 12 months. And, you know, it's hard when a lot of cities and states, it's hard to even begin building with within six months. And so you're not going to be complete in a year. So that's one thing I would really suggest taking a look at. And it's not a big dollar factor when you're looking at all your insurance. Cyber liability and employment practices liability are two other areas where claims are really on the rise. And, you know, one thing I want to, I always kind of address with people is you don't want to find out that you don't have coverage or sufficient coverage when the claim happens. So it's really good to sit down with your insurance professional and go over these coverages to make sure that there aren't any surprises. You want to make sure the insurance company is going to write the check at the time of a loss. That's why you're paying the premiums. Another thing that I think you should look at is making sure that your autos and drivers, that the list is accurate. Sometimes a business might buy a vehicle and forget to add it onto the policy. Often drivers are hired. Make sure that those drivers that are hired have a good driving record and good experience. And it's always good to notify the insurance company that you're adding new drivers. It may not be required, although some policies are what we call a named driver policy, and they're only covering the drivers that are named on the policy. So you want to make sure what your policy contract is in, in that regards. But even if it's not, it's good to put any new drivers down because if you do have an accident and that driver's not on the policy, as long as it's not a named driver policy, it's not going to be excluded. But they're going to wonder, you know, why do we have this driver in the car that and causing an accident that we didn't even know about? Hmm. That's good advice to follow. So check those lists. You don't want to have a vehicle that not get reported that you purchased. You you don't want to have a driver in an accident that's not listed on the policy. And you want to know what type of coverage your auto policies acts are providing you. Well, that's a lot of good advice there, Richard. Sean, you're too kind. (laughs) I'm trying. Try it. You know, I, I, I just say that because as an insurance agent, you know, I I just feel underappreciated. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, my pleasure. It's easy to say in this case. Well, Richard, thanks for being on the podcast today. Sean, you're very welcome. You made this uh, really easy and painless, and I appreciate it. All right. Well, we'll make the next one really painful <laughs> for you. All right. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also, consider subscribing to SPCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way, you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. 
Speaking of next podcast, Richard and I are going to continue our discussion on insurance and explore some steps you can take to improve your insurability. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.